Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of Bad Romance. I'm DJ Goop. Thank you, DJ Tofu Heartburn, for the name. Um, and for our first episode, we're just going to be talking about Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett, you know, keeping it fun, fresh. Um, yeah, and I'm here with my um, special guest for this week. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, uh, I'm Andrew. I'm a, a rising junior at UCLA School of Theater, Film, and Television, and also uh, many, many experiences with many relationships. So I'm very qualified to talk. I love that for you. <laughs> I would like to call experiences myself. Experiences with many relationships, a.k.a. the amount of Tinder notifications I saw you get <laughs> just in this visit alone. I'm what they call a situationship professional. So, I love that. Very qualified. I just made that up. It's pretty good. That's actually. pretty good. So put that in my Tinder bio, actually. Oh my god, do not put that in your Tinder Tinder bio. You're Sitch. gonna get sketch people. True. True. <laughs> kinda kinda into it. Okay. Andrew's <laughs> like, I want sketch people. I want sketchiness. I want stories. I love that. I hate that because that's like part of being an actor, I feel like. Or like being an artist. It's oh, like content. sometimes sometimes I like go into situations and I'm like, this is gonna be terrible, but it'll make a good story. Exactly. I'm like, if I don't die, I'll do it. Yeah. Like, I was just talking to somebody the other day about the, how, like, if, a, if a, a circumstance goes bad, it's just, like, future funny, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> anyways. Andrew, anyways. no! <laughs> um, speaking of relationships that went wrong and turned into stories, today, like I said, we're going to talk about Olivia Rodrigo, Joshua Bassett, and what constitutes cheating, because everyone has a different definition of it, um... You know, like, some people are totally fine with, like, open relationships where they don't tell people, like, about who else they're, like, fucking. Some people, me, um, very monogamous. (laughs) Real, real monogamous. Um, yeah. So let's get into the Joshua Bassett, Olivia Rodrigo, Sabrina Carpenter love triangle that took the world by storm slash really just took my life by storm. I don't know how many other college kids care, but I do. No, it was um, <laughs> kind of um, wild. Yeah, so I have this little timeline right in front of me. Fantastic. So She said she's experienced. She's educated. Are you a fan of High School Musical, the musical, the series? Pretty good. I watch it casually. Okay. I'm, I'm not a incredibly updated. Okay. But the music kind of bangs. I watched it a lot last year, and I was mm-hmm. very into it. Same, yeah. Yeah. So on the timeline I have here... It, it debuted in November of 2019, and Olivia Rodrigo plays, like, the Gabriella-type character. Um, she's, like, new, she's, like, sweet and smart, and then Joshua Bassett is, like, the Troy Bolton-type mm. of character. And immediately, like, their chemistry was off the charts. Mm-hmm. Um, people were like, oh, my God, like, is it just that they're, like, a romantic pairing on the show or are they, like, actually dating? I remember people were shipping them. People were shipping them, and then it came out that um, Joshua Bassett fully improvised one of the scenes he did with Olivia Rodrigo where he told – it was the scene where his character told her character that he loves her. Mm-hmm. And so then after that, people were like, why are you improvising this? Like, that's a weird – it's a weird scene to improvise as an actor. Yeah. Do you just improvise scenes where you tell people you love Especially, them? like, not as, like, a poignant scenes. And it's, like, a good scene, too. Like, it's a yeah. good improvisation. So it's, yeah. like, I do remember people being, like, hmm, this seemed a little a little natural for, like, a little 18-year-old actor. Mm-hmm. Like, this is kind of sussed up. 
Yeah. So then people were shipping them, but, like, there was nothing, you know, super confirmed. Mm -hmm. In January 2020, Olivia called Joshua, quote, her best friend. Oh, people were so butthurt about that. I know. People were so sad. People were like, oh, like, maybe they're actually dating. And then she said, like, it was like I wasn't acting. And then people were like, were you not acting? Like, maybe you're actually in love with him. Dude, this was, like, such a... This has been such a long, like, big deal. I forget how last year there was even people, like, there was all this, you know, like, questioning and conspiracy theories, which I guess is why it became such a big hype when, like, all this drama came out. Yeah, for sure. And then July 2020, Joshua was spotted with sabrina carpenter um he released a song that same month that was um about falling in love with a friend who was in a relationship with someone else and people thought it was maybe about rodrigo but then he was spotted with sabrina carpenter so then people were confused Mm -hmm. maybe like they were never dated um he and sabrina carpenter went to a blm protest together romantic romantic um good thing to do makes me like them both a little bit more (laughs) um and then but people were like oh maybe olivia rodrigo and joshua bassett never dated Mm -hmm. until olivia in a very me like move um decided to be a messy bitch and got on tiktok (laughs) um and started you know making posts like about how she's heartbroken and how she had a failed relationship every gen z or posts beef on tiktok yeah it's so funny to watch especially when they go viral i like don't have tiktok or i have it but i barely use it and i just always feel so behind but i did see that and you know it's relatable it was kind of messy it wasn't like the classiest thing to do ever but everyone was like obviously like she got broken up with what's going on she's also like a 17 year old girl like it's like by then most 17 year old girls or boys have been broken up with or like dumped somebody like uh, like people were conspiracy theories but it wasn't like it was it could have just been like oh yeah funny haha content yeah like you know yeah until until so it was silence from august to january and then in january 2021 olivia changed all of our lives by releasing driver's license um she totally rocketed into stardom that was, like, kind of the first time I really paid attention to her as, yeah. like, an artist. Because All I Want was good, but it was, like, that's from that was High like School a High Musical. School musical yeah. like, show. She wrote it, but it was, like, a show. It's, like, a Glee soundtrack. Like, yeah. I'm not going to look at you. I'm going to look at the show. Yeah, this was, like, official. She had, like, a producer who used to work on Lord's stuff mm-hmm. um, before Music video Lord so started pretty. ripping off George Michael. Ooh. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um, yeah, and that song fully like came after joshua bassett because he left her for a blonde girl Mm -hmm. da 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 she's so sad she's driving by the suburbs you know everyone was like literally fuck this man no that that song like that created so talk about messy that was the messiest song that's been released this year yes by far probably the last past couple years but then, you know, she wouldn't release who it was about. Yeah. Then Sabrina Carpenter released Skin. <laughs> that was such... They were coming for each other. Yes. And she says, maybe you didn't mean it. Maybe Blonde was the only rhyme. Mm-hmm. And, like, she wouldn't say who it was about, but it was obviously about Driver's License, which had just come out, um, like, a week before. Yeah. Um, and so that was really crazy. There was all this beef happening. Mm-hmm. It makes me um, laugh because a lot of people were like, maybe it's not about each other. 
And yeah. like, and a lot of people are like, oh yeah, she was writing Skin and then she just put that lyric mm-hmm. in. And I was like, yeah, like sure, probably. Cause like a week to mm-hmm. fully write and produce a song is like not great. But like, like, you know, it's kind of fast. But like, it was so, one of the biggest things about that, that like was awkward was like people being like, why is she so mad? Olivia like complimented her. But I was like, she also got so much hate because of the compliment. Cause like, yeah, everybody's like, oh, Olivia just says she wants to be her. Which is fair. But, but then like, everyone got mad at her. Yeah. And, like, you don't know what happened. I don't know. She was, like, not the one in the relationship. So exactly. And she... I, I, yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. Hate the person in the relationship. No, exactly. No, exactly. Um, I feel like also, like, because they were so silent about the relationship, like, I'm, I'm sure she had an idea of it, but there wasn't mm-hmm. any confirmation of Olivia and Joshua. Yeah. So, like, she... It's likely yeah. she didn't even know. Maybe. I don't know. Um, and then I'm just gonna skip forward mm-hmm. to Olivia releasing her album, which shed a lot more light on this relationship for me. Yeah. Um, it seems like from songs like Traitor, um, that he was talking to someone and mm-hmm. then they, like him and Olivia ro- like broke up and then he like immediately started dating the yeah. next person. So she was like, hmm, mm-hmm. that's not right. And that's the whole point of Traitor. Um, yeah, so that kind of, yeah, I mean, honestly, as someone who has low-key been in that situation, mm-hmm. um, don't love it. It's one of those things that's, like, on the borderline. Yeah, it's, like, very, like... Like, it's, like, nothing happened physically, it sounded like, mm-hmm. from Olivia's album, or mm-hmm. that she can't prove that anything happened. Yeah. Um, who knows? Fair. Uh, but it's one of those things that is definitely a gray area. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, yeah. It sounded like there was definitely some sus behavior happening. Yeah. It's also like so, it's one of those things where like when you're not, like it's it's difficult because we don't know if they determined whether or not they were exclusive from the sounds of it they did. Like Joshua yeah. and Olivia. He, also, he wrote like a love song about her. Yeah. Um, and so, which she also references. They had one of the most public private relationships I've yeah. seen in such a long time. You know? Yeah, it's like, I also, like, I wonder, like, if they were trying to keep it under wraps and then afterwards they realized it would be, like, more publicity for their breakup. That's another thing yeah. they have to think about. Because they got, both of them were, like, got shot to, like, genuine, like, stardom because of that. Because of the beef. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I as a brunette, I think we can all relate to like the um, <laughs> the blonde, the deep seated resentment that uh-huh. would be filled by having someone leave you for a blonde. I think that's like a very, it's a very white girl thing. Yeah, um, as, as a brunette who is currently fake blonde, um, it is nice being on the other side. You know, no, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, fair. And like, you said I'm redying my I hair. I said I'm redying my hair. I will be the Sabrina Carpenter of every relationship I can find. Uh, no, but yeah, it's like, it's, it's, that's awful. Andrew's that's joking, so kind of. Joking, kind of. Uh, no, but yeah, I mean, the situation, it's like so simple, but complex at the same time, just mm-hmm. because of how limited the information is. But also like a big part of it is like, the age difference between Olivia and Sabrina. Cause it's yeah. one of those things where like, when you're a teenager, you look at like people in college, like college age yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, they're so mature. Like what can, like, I don't even hold a candle to that. And like, that's really... Like, that's why she put that lyric yeah. in the first place, is because she's so much older than me. And, like, Joshua's also a legal adult. Like, he's, mm-hmm. he's been older than her. So it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, oh, like, does he think I'm a child almost? Like, I, it's so, like, 
yeah and then like sabrina's like sexy and like yeah an adult woman and olivia also a big part of it is that olivia is still being marketed as a disney actor at least mm-hmm. at that time versus yeah. sabrina was was a disney actress but was able to be like that sexy yeah. adult woman so it's yeah. so much like even now like olivia's not really able to be like super sexy crazy no, and like she's young like like she's like she seems more quirky to me i met her exactly once, in case you didn't oh, know yeah in case you guys didn't know um uh dj Goop got to meet her um <laughs> Because you guys didn't know. Did you know DJ Goop met Olivia Rodrigo? It's kind of crazy. Okay, we actually had a conversation, but that's yeah. not important. It's fine. <laughs> About boys. About boys. Um, so-and-so, you're not listening to this, but um, we did talk about you. Yeah, Olivia Rodrigo doesn't like you. <laughs> Andrew! <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's yeah. like so young and like she's not yeah. able, I think she's not even able to like be yeah. that like sexy, sassy, no, like she's adult like, she's almost. She's like quirky and like... Mm-hmm. You know, like, she would fit in in TFT. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, it's, like, you know how, like, there's that whole, quote-unquote, hierarchy where it's, like, mm-hmm. cute, pretty, and sexy? Mm-hmm. Like, sh- a lot of people who are cute wish that they could be, like, have sexy. more of that sexy in their life. And she, like, physically, because of agency, producers, marketing, cannot do that sexy yet. Yeah. And Sabrina yeah. was and always even, able to do it. I don't even it. know that that's, like, her brand, but it's still hard. Like, as someone... Like, I don't, like, market myself, like, super sexy. Yeah. I'm more, like, pretty. Yeah, but it's, you like, know? you still want like, it. It's yeah, still, but it's you know. still, like... Yeah, and so I think for someone who's, like, more overt in their sexuality, sometimes that can be threatening, but that's something you have to work on as a woman. To, exactly. Like, not be so threatened. Mm-hmm. But then it sucks when it, that bites you in the ass. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I think we've covered a lot of things about Olivia Rodrigo yeah. and Joshua Bassett today. All, all the possible little uh, little, little worries. situation. Um, and we'll be back in a second, and we're going to kind of use this as a jumping off point to talk about what constitutes cheating, um, when you're actually breaking someone's trust. Um, yeah, we'll be back in a second. Damn way that 
We have so many for yeah. no reason. And then outer LA has so many Andrews. Andy's, Drews, Andy Drews sometimes. Andy Drews. No, no Andy Drews, thankfully. There's no Andy Drews. <laughs> no Andy Drews. Unless that you're is crazy. Not a name. That is not a name. That's like gives me Sarah Lynn vibes, you know? I know a girl named Sarah Lynn. Yeah? Yeah, she's actually really pretty. She's a oh. ba- she's a ballerina. Oh, wait, that's a that's pretty that's fair. That's a very ballet name. I could see a Sarah Lynn on a pure. Yeah, she's like a Moroccan French girl. Oh, wait, she's got... Oh, damn. She's, like, really tall and, like, gorgeous. I'll show you later. Yeah, um, fantastic. She's beautiful. Um, shout out Sarah Lynn. Sarah, shout out Sarah Lynn. I have not talked to you in so many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did dance together. I was very bad, and she Cute. was very good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, okay. So now that we've talked about the Olivia Rodrigo-Joshua Bassett drama, I want to ask you, mm-hmm. how do you define cheating? I feel like cheating, first of all, is different in every relationship. I think a lot of people forget that. Like, you do have to make compromises for certain things. Like, I'm not saying, like, oh, yeah, if your partner's like, I want to have a threesome, but without you. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, you that's not a compromise. Uh, surprisingly not. But, like, you know, like, some people have a really wide network of, like, girls that they're friends with. Mm-hmm. And if you're uncomfortable with just ha- a guy having friends who are, like, platonic friends who are girls, you both of you might have made compromises there where, like, maybe he stays away from certain girls, etc. But I think what cheating is is uh, pushing past boundaries that you've established with that mm-hmm. person. Because, like I said, cheating is different for everyone. So that means each relationship, even if it's, like, not even a dating relationship, but each relationship you have is going to have different level, like, different uh, um, standards for cheating. 
So yeah. when you break those standards, that's when I think it's cheating. So for me mm. personally, like, I'm very comfortable. I'm not a super jealous person. Like, mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with people having a lot of friends of whatever gender. Like, I'm, I mean, I get drunk at parties and I kiss my friends, you know? Yeah. So, like, I can't really be jealous. Um, and so, like, for me, it's, 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 like, as long as you make me aware of when stuff like that happens, like, if it's platonic, I don't mind it. But if you're, like, tongue deep in someone for 25 minutes, like, yeah, yeah you're cheating on me. Yeah, and I think the other part of that is, like, if someone sets a boundary, like, if you feel like that's, like, something that you can do, you should respect them enough to try mm-hmm. to do it. And then if not, like, maybe then that means that you should break up because I do feel like boundaries are a pretty huge thing. Yeah. And, like, yeah. So what about if someone, like, hasn't set boundaries with you and then, like, they do something that crosses the line a mm-hmm. little bit or that, like, you, like, do something maybe that makes them uncomfortable but you haven't yeah. had that conversation yet? That's what's so hard about situationships mm-hmm. is that a lot of times either one person feels exclusive mm-hmm. and the other doesn't or even, like, you both are exclusive, but you have different boundaries of exclusivity. So mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like when somebody crosses that boundary, you have, first of all, you have to have a conversation, mm-hmm. you know, especially if it's happened. You have to have a conversation. And sometimes that, to, to be frank, sometimes that is what makes that conversation happen mm-hmm. is like somebody getting hurt. Mm-hmm. But like, you have, the, the big issue, especially with situationships, is that the person who hurt the person a lot of times gets defensive. Or reactionary, yeah. like we're not dating, so it isn't like da 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 da. Mm-hmm. But like, if you you know you're you might not be dating, but if you're quote unquote together in any circumstance, like it's just common decency yeah. and respect. Like if you are uncomfortable with me kissing your roommate, you know, <laughs> like but you know what I mean. Like we're not dating, we're friends. But if yeah. you're uncomfortable with me kissing somebody, <laughs> that's a conversation you and I can have. Yeah. Like if I really want, you to, can I'm, kiss any of my roommates. Yeah. I don't oh, care. fantastic. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, it's like. If my brother has a friend and he doesn't want me to kiss her, yeah. then I won't. Then I probably well, won't. Yeah. Or we'll at least have the conversation. You yeah. don't need to be dating to have a conversation well, about like boundaries. We all try to have like like I think like the biggest thing is just like being like generally respectful. Like 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 you said yeah. with friends. Like I generally I'm real bad at this. I'm real bad at this. <laughs> I'm just gonna say this. You said I try. I try. I try. I'm I'm making more of an effort now after mm-hmm. um, a previous failure. Of course. Um, where I'm trying to only see people who are, like, kind of removed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I probably wouldn't date someone, like, in your frat. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because yeah. that would be weird. Yeah. That would be weird. Mm-hmm. And, like, also, I'm not interested in any of them, so that makes it easier. Yeah, um, of course. Sorry to all of you. Sorry, Theta Kai. Sorry, Theta Kai. It's just, like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that would be, like, a weird situation. Yeah. And, like, I don't think you would have a problem with that, but, like, I'm chaotic. It could so, create more awkward yeah, situations. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, like... I feel like there's, like, those micro things or, like, if a guy is, like, really close with one of my friends, like, I probably would, like, check with them if, yeah. if I really like them or, like, just wouldn't go for it. Like, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I feel like a big part of it is just, like, respecting that. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, like, I mean, you can't really get defensive if someone's telling you that they're uncomfortable because that's, like, their feelings. And then exactly. whether or not you do something about that afterwards, like, is, like, a further discussion. Mm-hmm. Um... I've been on the other end of this. Mm-hmm. Um, both I've been on both ends, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't really get defensive. You have to be respectful of their feelings. Honestly, 
I, I mean, I don't know. Like, with situationships, it's hard because I do feel like you owe someone something if you're, like, consistently hooking up and seeing yeah. each other. So that's not, like... I feel like some people are like, oh, that's no relationship. Like, I don't owe you anything. And it's yeah. like, no. You're still like, friends at the still, very least. I mean, you should at least, like, respect each other and, like, not want the other person at the very least to get, like, STDs and, like, yeah. be sad. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. No, it, it's hard. Honestly, like jealousy is so like and i think if you if you set clear boundaries and you know seem like you're respecting other people's feelings i feel like that will help like some of the jealousy if that mm-hmm. feel if you feel like the other person is being too jealous because that's coming from a place of insecurity a lot yeah. of the time you know like i know i get my most possessive when i feel like unsafe in a relationship for sure versus like you know like i've had guys around me and i'm like oh like you know um Sorry, my phone just turned on randomly. That's fun. Um, <laughs> technology. Um, like, I'm like, oh, like, I feel totally safe because I know that, like, you would never do anything, even though you're, like, hanging out with all of these, like, female friends, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and then I've had guys who I'm like, oh, I don't know where you are right now. That means that you're doing something. Yeah, exactly. You know? And mm-hmm. that's because, like, the communication wasn't established. There was, like, a lack of respect mm-hmm. also, which is such a huge thing. Yeah. I don't know. I think that people also have this, like, misinterpretation that the boundaries or the what you're jealous about conversation has to be, like, a sit-down conversation every time for three hours. Like, I've had situationship people, like, that I'm, like, well, I'll make a joke about, like, oh, I just got a Tinder match. And they'll be like, yeah, me too. You want to see? And that's where you can establish, like, oh, we're not exclusive right now. And it's a, a mm-hmm. one-minute joke that's kind of funny. Yeah. And I've had people where I say that and they're like, oh, really? You're still on Tinder? I, like, I'm not really on it. And I'm like, okay. And then either A, like, that's when I'm like, oh, do you, like, care that I'm on it? Yeah. You know, like, it's it's really easy to have casual conversation about your boundaries. It doesn't always need to be this earth-shattering think, thing. Well, I think it's easier also if it happens, like, before you've necessarily done something with other people while you're... <laughs> I, I had agree. someone iconic man Mm -hmm. um like come over and like as we were like drinking shooting this shit tell me that he like slept with someone else who went to our school and i was like i was like what and he was like uh, confused that i was upset and i was like oh because we never had this conversation Mm -hmm. and i will now be very mad at you (laughs) exactly exactly so it's very different when it's a past tense thing it yeah. also depends what the past tense is. Yeah. You know, like, like I think Tinder matching is one thing. And yeah. then, like, there's doing, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, being like, you want to see this person I'm talking to. Yeah. Like, then it's like, okay, like, I could get annoyed by that. But, like, when you, once you already committed the act, if someone, if the other person is uncomfortable, like, that, you kind of gonna going to have to have a serious conversation at that point. Yeah, for sure. Which, like, once again, like, you don't owe each other, like, you know, the most crazy, like, I can't talk to, I have to delete every girl from my phone. No. Bullshit, but, like, you owe each other respect just because, you, you, like, you owe everybody respect. Yeah. Especially people you spend time with. And I think with. also, like, the toughest part <laughs> is, like, realizing that you have, like, very fundamentally different ideas of, like, what it should be. Like, I, yeah. I've had conversations with people who are, like, oh, like, I, I don't really get jealous. Like, I just, like, want what's best for you. And for me, that's, like, really caring. And I'm, like, mm-hmm. well... I don't want you to hook up with other people. And for yeah. me, that's really caring. Mm-hmm. And then we just, like, saw that very differently. Yeah. I don't know. I also, like, like I read something really interesting about this, like, woman who was polyamorous. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, cheating, like, still definitely happens. Like, I had a thing, like, where, like, not me, the woman, yeah. just to be clear, for <laughs> the people. Um, 
literally would never catch me doing that. Because I cannot do that, unfortunately. All the power to you, though. No, you've met me. I... <laughs> yeah, fair, very fair. I would be so bad at it. <laughs> um, but she was saying, like, oh, there was a time where she was dating someone, and their one rule was, like, tell me before you, like, go and, like, hook up with someone else. Yeah. And then the person hooked up with someone and didn't tell mm. her. And then they broke up because she was, like, that in my head was, like, cheating because I'm already, like, you know I'm fine with you. Like, why did you feel the need to, like, keep this secret? Yeah. Um, and that's the boundaries thing. Like, yeah. It's, like, for us, like, going and hooking up with someone, period, is cheating. But for her, yeah. it was just, like, it I need to be like, aware. Yeah. And it's trust. That's the thing, like, <laughs> cheating is not black and white, but trust is. Like, yeah. either you break my trust or you don't. Yeah. You know? And um, that's what constitutes cheating, I think. Yeah, it's just, like, it's really about, like, trusting the other person um, and feeling respected. Because I really think that when you feel really respected, then a lot of the boundaries, like I said, like, go down mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, you know, um, if someone felt comfortable, like, dating me, like, they probably wouldn't be upset if, like, I kissed you at a party because they would be like, oh, that's Andrew. Yeah. It's not a threat. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah, that's um, a good point, actually. You know, versus, like, if someone was, like, like insecure they would get upset um and then i would i would have to explain but Mm -hmm. to be fair i feel like if they didn't understand that like our particular relationship that would be like really confusing they're not like have you hung out with my friends at all i was gonna say then they're just not close with you at all yeah (laughs) then that's just not they're just just like not not a vibey lover (laughs) (laughs) that's like (laughs) that's that's yeah but i think also like one thing that i definitely think factors into how deeply someone takes cheating Mm mm-hmm is how as shallow as it sounds is how attractive the other person is like the person mm. that that like the, the the mistress or the mistress Ooh, do you, you get know? more upset if they're really attractive or if they're not that attractive really attractive oh because i, I feel get... more threatened by it okay i think it's a different kind of upset okay you know for me it's different when it's confirmed versus like when i am suspicious like if i'm suspicious yeah. of someone but i don't have proof if they're hot it's so much worse yeah but if i know that they're dating someone and it's and they're unattractive i just said it wow um <laughs> <laughs> um and I know that they're, like, or I think that they're less attractive than me. Mm-hmm. I get, like, offended because I'm, like, do you think I'm, like, this level? I was going to say, it's two different kinds of, like, the more attractive person, I'm, like, kind of, simp- like, simply sad because I'm, like, oh, like, yeah. damn, like, now I feel like I'm just, like, the one that you, you're you going to come home to and, you're, and, like, you don't feel like I'm as exciting. Mm-hmm. But the ugly one, I'm, like, damn, you really chose that over me and you knew you could get me? I was, like, you really chose to chase that? Versus me, as, as, as like, yeah. as ego, <laughs> just as well as that sounds, it's, it's like, you're going to cheat on me with a, with a four? I know. I was like, what, am I a, th- like, what am I? I? I agree with that. It's like two, like, I'm like, it's a different kind of offended. Yeah. Like with someone hotter, I'm more like, I get, I'm more like envious, I guess. Cause I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. that, that's where it feels more personal. I think. Yeah. I Cause I'm like, like, if I was hotter, I wouldn't have gotten cheated. Yeah. On. Yeah. I feel like for me, I'm like. Well, well, that makes sense at least. Like, yeah. Like, or I'll get more threatened if it's not confirmed. Mm, like, I'll be like, that's I would, fair. I would like them hanging out platonically less. Yeah. Than if they were less attractive, but if it's confirmed, I would rather have them date like a really attractive girl because I make everything about me. Yeah. And of I, course. <laughs> I feel like it come both both of those reactions though. I feel it come from a sense of like, am I not attractive enough? Which comes from an I am am I not good yeah. enough? Which is the worst part of cheating. Yeah. Is cheating for you a deal breaker? that there's That's like a hard question it would depend on like time and how like long we've been together because like i watch i'm watching love victor right now mm-hmm. and spoiler alert um the mom cheated on the dad after 25 years of marriage they were married since high, like right out of high school they were together freshman year of high school like after all that time like i think it'd be hard 
to like you need more excitement and i feel like after 25 years you literally never you've never experimented dating someone else mm -hmm. like i would i wouldn't be a deal breaker because like you never got to date someone else mm, i would yeah. like that's when you would like take a break you know but i feel like if we've been dating for like eight months and you cheat on me like dude come on <laughs> like you couldn't commit that long are you gonna commit from like longer yeah. like you know like i feel like it definitely varies cheating for the most part is gonna be a deal breaker yeah. Like, in my situation, it's almost always going to be a deal breaker. Because, mm -hmm. like, I've had my crazy, fun, like, trying out things stage. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need... Like, it's it's not a similar circumstance to, like, the people and the parents in love in the fictional show of mm -hmm. Love Victor, you know? <laughs> so, it's like... For, for me, it's almost always going to be a deal breaker. Do you think... um, Like, do you get more nervous when your partner, like, hangs out with hot people because of the possibility? Or is it only when you're suspicious that they are cheating? What do you um, think? Well, in my experience, it's, like, it depends on how comfortable I am with them. Mm -hmm. Like, I've had it in the same relationship be, like, a situation where they're hanging out with, like, hot female friends and I feel totally comfortable, mm -hmm. and then something happens, and then I get paranoid all the time. Mm. So it's, like, it's less even, like, about... It's also, like, the particular people, yeah. like... Like, they repeat, like, if there's someone where, like, I know they've hooked up before mm. or something, like, I'm obviously going to be, like, a little bit more sus yeah. about that. If she's blonde. Oh, my God. <laughs> then I'm nurse. No, it depends. Also, because, like, you know type sometimes, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, and so that's sometimes fair. I'm like, oh, well, that's not his type, so. Yeah, and other times I'm like, he looks a little bit like me. He looks a little too much like me. Yeah, I'm like, why does she look? Like, yeah. she has curly brown hair. Yeah. Why is she cute? <laughs> You're like, come on now. Come on now. Is she in my sorority? Are you trying to replace me? <laughs> Uh, um, one thing that I think is so scary is because we go to, we go to LA, like we live in LA, so many people are like so hot, conventionally attractive and even unconventionally attractive, which is something that I, is very foreign to me as you know, cause I'm literally from Texas where everyone's Texas fat, men ugly, are has hot. beer belly. Yeah. When they don't have a beer belly and balding. Mm, I meant like cowboy. Like I want like a cowboy. Yeah. The cowboys that don't say slurs are very cute. <laughs> but, but surprisingly that takes out like a decent bit of the population. Um, but yeah, like I feel like that's such a big part of it for most people. But I feel like in California, it's like the standards of attract attractiveness. Cause it's not even just attractiveness. It's like people also know how to market themselves better and like dress yeah, to like accentuate. People have like a style. Exactly. Um, I'm definitely like... <laughs> I went from, like, an Oakland, like, 8 to an LA 6. <laughs> Dude, uh, I'm, like, a, tec I'm a Texas 9, and, like, and, and I just plummeted when I moved here. I, I was know, like, oh, shit. I know. There are so many hot girls. Yeah. You know who, like, honestly the same no matter where you go? Hmm. The fucking straight men. Yeah. They, like, literally, like, I go up, like, Sometimes they I'm, dress like, better. That's the only real difference. I'm, like, do they here? I see so many men in cargo shorts, and I'm, like, <laughs> and I don't want a guy who, like, honestly, like, dresses better than me. Like. Yeah. No, I don't want to be rivaled by a. No. Like, like you if, can't spend more time getting ready in the morning yeah, than me. I'm, like, I'm having a cozy day, and they're, like, me too, and then they come, and they look like a GQ model, and I'm, like, oh, I'm complimented that you're having a cozy day with me, but also, please go wear some, like, yeah. old Navy stuff. Well, luckily, my type is, like, unemployed guitar player, so. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I don't have to worry too much. It's like, oh, like, oh, do you look like a, like your hair is a rat's nest? Yeah. Do you, that's another thing. Do you ever get concerned because your partner is attractive, you know? Like, no, do you know that but that's like... because I don't date people who are conventionally attractive. <laughs> that's fair. No, that's fair. Like, it's not that they're unattractive. It's from that objective, ob objectively attractive to subjectively attractive. No, like, you know? I, I've never dated someone who's, like, ugly. Like, I, yeah. I've always been attracted to the people that I'm into. But I do think that there is a point where I'm, like, 
I have the power. <laughs> no, yeah. And that's another thing. I feel like so much of cheating and jealousy comes from what the power dynamic is. Yeah. Obviously, it should be 50-50, but, like, it never is because there's different circumstances. Like, for one, just a dude and a girl to begin with, there's a power dynamic mm-hmm. favoring the dude just because society. But, like, even, like, dude and dude and girl and girl relationships, like, the power always varies. Yeah. So, I think that's what you have to understand is, like, at times, like, for instance, if you're working 24-7 and you're not able to do this, that, and the other, and I'm at a party and we're together, my, the power dynamic's in my yeah. favor, and you, I need to understand that you're going to feel more uncomfortable with certain yeah. things, because not only are you, like, tired and irritable and not at the party with me, but also, like, I'm around people, and theoretically, I could get away with it, you know? So yeah. you have to understand the power dynamic yeah. to understand why people are yeah, jealous, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, this seems like the perfect time to take a little break. Take a little break. This is uh, DJ Group, <laughs> and over there's Andrew laughing at me. Um, we'll be right back. Nobody's next in between me and mommy. It's me and Mr. Jones. Me and Mr. Jones. What kind of fuckery is this? You made me the slick Ricky have thought I didn't love you when I did Can't believe you played me out like that No, you ain't worth guessing Plus one of all them girls you can Yeah, come on. 
Okay, welcome back. This is DJ Goop. And Andrew Luff. Yeah, I'll keep saying my last name this time. You guys Good are going to know me. Good job. Follow me at and.luff. Oh my god. There will be time to plug. Thank you very oh much. Oh my god, is there a plug time? Yes. Oh, cute. Of course. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So we were just talking about like power dynamics and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. Like, I think like obviously a big part of like making sure that like no one gets upset is just like trying to be empathetic towards your partner like I think a lot of people especially in college you know it's hard because college is this time like you know where you're like supposed to be self-centered like not selfish but like you know you're like figuring out what you want you are your focus you know yeah like you're really trying to do self-improvement or you should be um (laughs) um it's true though like in every aspect like even like socially health wise mentally like yeah. professionally perfect that's a big part too professionally yeah so it's like you're trying to like focus on you and all these different aspects that it's hard sometimes to like focus on another person yeah um i don't know especially like i wonder if more cheating is gonna happen now that covid is kind of oh up. more sex is gonna happen in general yeah i'm but- like because because i'll tell you what a lot of people, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. But a lot of people in COVID found, quote unquote, found a partner. But the reason for that, a lot of times, is because of the unavailability. And like, they, yeah. like and that's why they were, quote unquote, exclusive, or, is because you were isolated. So, like, I have a lot of friends who've broken up with their, their the people they found during COVID now that they've been exposed to more people and also more like outside stressors and realize that the relationship wasn't as sturdy as they thought it was. You yeah. know? Yeah. It's like, also this dynamic where it's like who else am i gonna find like exactly where is everyone because like, now you can just casually find people yeah again. and like parties are happening mm-hmm. and it's summer there's just way more extracurricular circumstances that really test relationships and like when i feel like a lot of people misinterpret time versus experience mm-hmm. like you can spend a year together yeah. if that year is in quarantine where the only outside stressor is school occasionally and work like yeah that's very different than having even four months in a, a college environment. Yeah. Where there's a lot so of temptation. Different. You know? It's just so different. And I feel like people are wanting to branch out. Mm-hmm. And it's just so... Um, it's just, like, difficult. I mean, yeah. for me, even, it's, like, weird because it's, like, the same people I've been seeing for such a long time. Like, not even romantically, like, friends. Yeah. And then I'm, like, branching out and I'm, like, seeing people I haven't seen in a year. Exactly. And it's, like, so exciting. Exactly. And it's, like... Yeah. And that's how a lot of people feel, like with relationships and with like cheating and like with their sexuality is like 
you're seeing these people that you haven't seen in a year and a half that you forgot a lot of times you even forgot you were interested in and a lot of people who've changed that you're now interested in yeah i also feel like a lot i'm hearing like about people like exploring with their sexuality more yeah this is like an ideal time exactly yeah as long as you don't get strep come on now come on now i don't strep anybody i'm coming i'm getting i'm I'm waiting for a strep test to come back andrew is praying as we all are listen you guys but yeah no i agree like it's um a big part of it also is, like, quarantine was such a surprising time for, like, self-reflection. Mm-hmm. And so, like, a lot of people, A, thought that they wanted stuff that they didn't. So, like, thought that they wanted relationships, thought that they mm-hmm. wanted exclusivity, thought that they wanted this, that, and the other. And then a lot of people found stuff that they didn't know they wanted, like, exploring their sexuality, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so, like, those kind of variables really, like, can hinder a relationship, especially if it's not been tested that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, it's almost comparable to me. This is different, but, like, mm-hmm. it almost feels comparable to me to, like, when people moved into college and, like, all these relationships started breaking oh, up. Oh, 100%. Very similar. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, like, it's 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 just, once again, it's an entirely new environment. And I think the big difference also is, like, when you move into college, like, when you're in a normal relationship where you start in the same environment that you end with, there's, like, pro- obstacles occurring throughout, you know? It's not mm-hmm. all at once. But when you move into an entire new situation, whether it be college or like quarantine ending, everything, all these new stressors happen at once. Yeah. So it's like going from zero to 100 versus like zero yeah. to 20 and then Especially 10 and then 50. Especially there's like a lot of hot people. Exactly. And there's a lot of, it's like a very social environment. There's a lot of attractive people. It's a lot of, a lot of social people. It's a lot of extroverted people. And it's a lot of like people who, to be frank, are like pretty open with their sexuality. Oh, yeah. Like, versus like if you go to like texas christian university it might be a little harder to hook up with people you mm-hmm. know or like make out with people at a party but yeah. like here it's like a lot of people who are very open can be very casual yeah. like it's not the most difficult thing to Black find and white vibes, am i right dude <laughs> yeah every frat party vibes to be honest oh my god every party vibes and that's another thing is that our environment isn't just like the same people partying like you can yeah. go to like a robotics club and they'll throw a rager you know uh-huh. Ski and board or whatever it is is like one of the biggest like parties like yeah. clubs that throw or parties all the time like campus tours throws good parties like freaking like Camp Kesson throws good parties you know so it's like mm-hmm. a lot of schools and a lot of environments like the same people throwing the same parties whereas at UCLA and at a lot of other like not only universities but like cities mm-hmm. it's a bunch of different groups of people so you're getting exposed to all those new people yeah yeah. I wanted to kind of jump really quickly back onto something where you Mm -hmm. said that cheating for you is a deal breaker. And that's interesting for me because I feel like for me personally, as someone who is been, I I cling. Yeah, of course. I, I, I'm I'm like a sloth, you know, when they're like on the (laughs) the little trees and they have the little claws and they go. Yeah. And you really slowly come off. I just really like, it takes a long time to pry me off. Yeah, Um, of course. Unless you cut down the tree. Oh my God. I did too. Um, Um, where, like, for me, like, ch- cheating, cheating isn't necessarily the deal breaker. For me, it's, like, well, that's obviously a symptom of something else. Mm. So, is it that, like, like, what is it? Is it that, you know, you're just, like, overwhelmed by things? Is it that we just had a fight? Yeah. Are you sorry? Mm-hmm. Like, that's another thing. Like, sometimes I think people who cheat are really, really, like, like truly remorseful and, like, feel mm-hmm. bad. And that, to me, is such a different situation from someone who doesn't feel bad for I get what happened, that. I think it know? definitely depends on the degree. Because, yeah. like, if you kiss someone at a party, I can probably forgive that. Yeah. If you feel, like, bone someone for two weeks straight, like, no. you're probably not I getting also, away with that. I also know? don't necessarily think that cheating, like, necessarily makes you a bad person. I no. Think, 
I think what maybe does make you a bad person is if you, like, lie about it mm-hmm. or if you consistently cross boundaries. Yeah. Um, if you're, like, not respectful about it. Because I think, you know, like, you try to give grace to people, especially because, like, we're all so young. Yeah, exactly. You know? Most things that you do wrong, the act itself isn't bad. It's the reaction. Yeah. Like, obviously, if you punch, like, a 75-year-old, like, yeah, you're not a good person. Yeah. But, like, if I, you know, if I cheat on someone or if I, like, don't do something that I told you I'd do, you know? Like, yeah. it's not the act that I did wrong that makes me a bad person. It's a bad thing to do, but it's not a bad person. It's how you react to it. Yeah. And I, I've never I've never cheated on anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I've come close. You have come close. I've come close a couple times. What drives you to come close to cheating? So a lot of times, the only times I've ever come close was a big part of it was due to uh, a feeling of like both physical but also like emotional distance. Mm-hmm. And then somebody being there. It was never me seeking it. It mm-hmm. just always came across, which I feel like happens a lot. Because mm-hmm. when you seek out cheating, usually you're not, you're in a relationship you don't want to be in. Well, that's like psycho. Like just break exactly. up. Especially like if you're like not married, like literally just break up. Like, it's what? not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, like whenever it's come to me, it's always been that I wasn't not even getting attention. I just wasn't getting as like the fulfillment that I needed or that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then there was somebody present who at the very least, visually was giving me that fulfillment and I thought they could you know Mm -hmm. so I've come close a couple times and a couple of times I haven't simply was because like I broke up before Mm -hmm. you know like and that's what that's where you have to acknowledge when something's not like good for you because like honestly this sounds awful and I like this is like me from you know a while ago I wouldn't do it now but like if I hadn't broke up with that person or like broke that engagement I probably would have cheated yeah. Because it wasn't something in my mind at the time that I was worried about when I was doing, you know, yeah. that act. Yeah. So it's like you, a big part of cheating is also just because you held on to something too long that you don't need. Mm-hmm. And that's why you said, like, why not break up with them? And it's like a lot of times you don't want to be the bad person and because of it you become the way more bad person. Yeah. And I think, like, people in general are just, like, scared of confrontation. Yeah. Um, And I think that it's just generally better... Like, you don't have to be mean about it, but I think just being, like, honest and direct seems to mm-hmm. be the key to, like, having a decently good breakup. Yeah, it's also, like... This is a college. A lot of times you'll go into a breakup and start talking and then realize that a lot of the issues you had can be resolved. And you don't even end up breaking up, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what a lot of people don't realize is that, like, if you go to break up with someone and actually be honest with them, a lot of times there's going to be a significantly greater compromise. Not because you're, like, giving them, like, this do this or I'll break up with you. But, like, they're understanding how serious these things that you're not budging on are, you know? Because, like, Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't understand the severity of, like, an issue. It's, like, something that's an issue to you. Yeah. You know? Like, like, for instance, like, if you thought, like, if you think something's an issue, I might not understand that it's a deal breaker. And you're not going to tell me, like, hey, this is a deal breaker because that's going to make it seem like you're giving me an ultimatum. Yeah. But when you're like, I need to break up, they ask why and you list these things. Like, a lot of times those are those are fixable things yeah. a lot of the times. It's just hard with ultimatums because it's like, you don't want to be the person that gives ultimatums. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, sometimes things really are, like, just, like, gonna make it incompatible for you. Yeah. Like, it's, like I think, you know, like, obviously if someone wants an open relationship or something, like that doesn't make them a bad person. But that makes us incompatible. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, there's certain things that you can make ultimatums. Like, you know, if you don't if you're a messy person like yeah i don't want to live with you then that, that's gonna be mm-hmm. an ultimatum you know or if you like to flirt with people and like kiss people and i'm uncomfortable that's an ultimatum mm-hmm. but like and that's something you can work on but if it's like i don't want you to talk to your family like there's people that say that like that's not an that you should no, have to break that's up. abuse yeah. yeah exactly like that's not an ultimatum kind of thing 
like you, you know you can say like you're I don't think your family's healthy for you mm-hmm. but you know if someone's loves their family or loves their job and you're like I don't think that I, I you need to break up with me or like quit your job first of all that could be abuse for one mm-hmm. and second of all like that's that's the kind of ultimatum where like you just shouldn't be together same or like the open relationship thing yeah like if you if you're like you need to do an open relationship or we're breaking up just break up like you shouldn't compromise your morals either person yeah no for sure what do you think the responsibility is of like the other party in that relationship because like it's really funny when i talk to my mom because Mm -hmm. she's like i don't know i would never expect this from her but whenever i tell her about cheating like at like our age she's always like well, it's, like, not the other person's responsibility, like, da 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 And I'm, like, well, maybe they should, like, check if the other person's in a relationship. And she's, yeah. like, yeah, but it's, like, not their thing. And I kind of agree. Yeah. Like, it's, like, obviously, like, you check. But, like, A, like, unless you're, like, totally crazy, no one's going to be, like, oh, I'm in a super serious relationship. And then mm-hmm. you're, like, going to hook up. Like, usually people downplay things. A lot of times, I was Or, like, say, even mm-hmm. if you do know that they're in a relationship, like, maybe, like, they told you, like, we're about to break up, like, something like that. I was just about to, People always say, we're about to break up. And it's because, like you know, they know you can, like, check, like, on social media. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, you're in the... I think you're still in, in the wrong. If you know that you're someone's in a relationship. Yeah. Even if they're about to break up, even if they're having problems, like, don't that's get one of the, the worst middle. times. Like, that's so messy. Also, even if they did just, quote-unquote, just break up, don't be a rebound. Don't let yourself be a rebound. Like, I've been a rebound before. Like, don't get me wrong, but, like, it's just not, like... It's d- not worth it. Don't be the attention person. Like, the one that they want for attention. Because that's... You're going to come out of it, and you're not going to feel as good about it they're not gonna feel as good about yeah, it yeah and you it's just wanna, not worth it like a relationship isn't like 50 50 it's 100 100 and you want exactly. someone who's not like getting over someone else exactly you know? like i've been on dates before where i've like found myself like like one of my like first dates after one of my breakups i remember like very distinctly going on a date and like finding ways to like bring up my ex like i like yeah. found a connection and i was like we're gonna talk about this now exactly talk about my friend exactly. um and then i like came home and i was like Oh, I'm not ready. Exactly. Today, you and know? some people get ready really quick. Like mm-hmm. in Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett, allegedly like two weeks. Some people yeah. take a couple well, I months. Think also, sometimes you stay in things so long that once you break up, like you like it's already kind of emotionally over. I was just about to say that you realize that you've been getting over the breakup that you didn't have yet. Yeah. That's a, because that's 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 a real thing. And a lot of people like don't get me wrong, it's not the most classy thing to like get with someone really quickly after breaking up, but also like a lot of times, if you're not emotionally... Like, the emotional part is why you don't get with people. It's not the physical part. Like, if you... Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're not like, oh, I can't have sex now because I don't want to. Like, you're always going to want to have yeah. some kind of, like, physical fulfillment. But it's the emotional part. So if you're already, like, being emotionally, like, mourning that before yeah. you break up, a lot of times you'll be ready faster than the person that wasn't emotionally mourning yet. Yeah. Which is where, like, that kind of, like, oh, it took you three weeks. It's taken me four months. But it's, like, they've already been mourning it. Yeah. Even without even knowing it yeah. a lot of times. Do you think once a cheater, always a cheater? No. Okay. I'm, like, I'm not the person where, like, people can always change. Like, no, some people are just shitty people. But, mm-hmm. like, a lot of times cheating happens in moments. Nobody wakes yeah. up and is like, I'm going to cheat on my ex. Yeah. Or my girlfriend. I think it's interesting because I think there's a difference between, like, someone who's having problems and, like, cheats or like something like mm-hmm. once i think if it happens multiple times then maybe you need to look into yourself and yeah. be like no some maybe? people yeah i yeah. do agree with that like some people are just cheaters and like well, not that they can't change maybe they're not just cheaters maybe they're just like not designed for monogamous relationships. i was just about to say and that. that's okay but again like you just have to be honest and like empathetic to your partners and like you can't like set yourself up for failure then yeah you, you have know? to understand that your own boundaries can be fluid yeah like my boundaries now are not the same as they were when i was 17 yeah you know and it's been three years 
No, but that's so much growth. And like, exactly. You have to understand yeah. that, that growth isn't... Ugh, oh, my God. Growth isn't always like, I'm going to be a way better partner now. Sometimes it's like, I need to be a different kind of partner. Yeah, and I think that's just, like, the key is, like, adjusting and listening to boundaries and, like, really trying to be empathetic. Exactly. Well, I think this has been a great episode. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for coming. Of course. I love talking about cheating. Um, Is there anything you want to plug? Uh, dude, like, freaking follow my Instagram. Maybe maybe I'll post on TikTok nowadays. They're both at and.luff, L-U-F-F. Uh, that's literally all I have. Also, any casting directors out there, if you want to put me in a movie like <laughs> especially about cheating i'll be your little cheater i'll be oh your little God. slut cast him instead of army hammer in the call me by your name yeah i'll eat anybody i'll eat anybody mm, oh my God. Yummy. stop it andrew this is gonna <laughs> bite you in the ass later um okay well this has been dj goop um thanks so much for listening to my first episode um yeah and have a good night Get